This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new values, and a new experience. Hello and welcome to Side B, episode 17 of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Woohoo! This is the episode or the uh, side of the podcast where we take lesson, the lesser known artists that have been contacting me throughout the week or weeks and um, we think they deserve a place, we think they deserve to be heard so we bring them on this show, we talk about them... We dissect them. We dissect them. We digest the set. And we give them a platform for free. There's not many places can say that. There's really not. Hello, See, I'm Wayne. That's Wayne. Hello. Say hello, Wayne. Hello. Neil. Hello. See, I've been thinking about this recently. I'm going to put it on a pod. I want to say it because um, there's a lot of promoters out there that are making money off the back of these people and uh, I feel quite bad for them because the thing is at the end of the day if you've got an artist who's painted a picture you won't get the artist pay someone to come and have a look at their work I've just painted this picture here's 20 quid come and have a look at it I think art should be appreciated the artist should be paid for their work they shouldn't have to pay other people do you get me? yeah so yeah the art gallery wouldn't pay people to come in and have a look at the art you'd have to pay to go and see it yes the, the, I, I get what you're saying yeah because we are giving bands a platform for free to, and it's purely because we love music we, we we said this a few times frightened of missing stuff you know and we're, we're, there's always going to be stuff missing there's going to be something out there that's, that's spectacular and fantastic and it's going to be missed by everybody but we're trying to pick it up we're trying to run with it so yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. So keep sending us all your stuff. Yes, I enjoy listening to it. Even if you fall so- through the cracks, you'll end up with us. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded a lot better in my head. That yeah. was not a good promotion for the podcast. <laughs> that was, if everybody else has failed, we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> no yeah. Maybe we need to edit that out. We're like the Salvation Army of podcasts. <laughs> We don't offer our services free because we're cheap. We offer free because we believe that you should be paid and not us. And then when you get paid, pay us for promoting you. Please remember who promoted you. Product placement. At some point down the line, I hope we'll get sponsors or something. But until then, let's move on with the show. We press on. Okay, so our first band are Dark Avenue with Don't Hold On. I'm not going to read their bio. It is long. They uh, they take influences from Johnny Cash, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, Kiss, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Anthrax, Slayer, Guns N' Roses, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Avenged Sevenfold, Nonpoint, Linkin Park, Seven Dust, Waylon Jennings, Skinny Puppy, Boston, loads of different influences. Uh, they're very metal, but they're trying to... Um, well, they're trying to bridge a gap, aren't they, Wayne? Yes, they are. They're trying to bridge a gap between the the heavy and the uh, melodic. The melodic. So think yeah. Evanescence. Think Evanescence, that kind of thing, yeah. And they're doing well. Them touring everywhere. Them releasing music. Them them causing waves. They're causing waves. 
So yeah, check them out, enjoy their music, we'll leave all their stuff in the show notes. This is Dark Avenue with Don't Hold On. Okay, so that was Don't Hold On by 
Um, Dark Avenue. Dark Avenue, yes. Uh, let's start with Wayne. What did you think of that song, Wayne? <coughs> yeah, I liked it. I picked it. That's great. Neil, what did you think of that song? No, you didn't. I sent it across. I sent a load over to you, and you chose that out of the load. So, technically, I chose it. All right. <laughs> Can I just say, I had nothing to do with choosing it whatsoever. I, 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 I played, I think you sent me ten songs across, and I chose the five that... Um, I'll tell you what I did. I, I picked an eclectic mix. Some of the songs in this didn't resonate with me the first time I listened to it, but I went, that's pigeonholed over there, so I want to put that in. Because I don't want... If, if it was up to me, every five of these songs would sound the bloody same. You know, it'd be indie, it'd be rock, so I, I tried to be a bit eclectic and pick whatever. This I picked because I thought it was brilliantly produced. I thought it was really well done. I thought the sound of the guitars were really nice. The the vocal, when it comes to the chorus, was really soaring. And I just really enjoyed the way it was put together. I thought there wasn't enough grit in his voice as a lead singer. We go back to what you said at the start. Yeah, yeah. That, They're trying to bridge yeah, the gap. I'm trying to bridge the gap, that's fine. But no, there's room, there's room but, for bands to do that. The thing is, they are metal with a commercial singer. I'd, I'd class this as metalcore. Mm. So you can have the soaring vocal and you can have the soaring chorus and you can have the accessibility, but you can still have the 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 um, the well the heaviness of it. Because I, I thought the guitar sound was brilliant. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from him either. I mean, he's got a great voice, but uh, when when I think of metal, I think of something a bit grittier. But like you said, that's not what they're going for. Mm. Neil? In terms of the crossover, I think they've achieved what they set out to achieve. Um, yeah, I think he does bridge the gap. There's there's sections where the vocal almost went kind of a bit Bon Jovi-ish. Yeah, I uh, and then and then kind of like the you know there's a bizarre it's almost like Bon Jovi Chad Kruger sort of conflict going on. I'm pretty sure he went thank you for that, but yeah, I see. It. <laughs> yeah, well, when Chad Kruger when he used to be good. Oh yeah, you know, um, obviously, I, I would never compare so, Eddie some with of the Chad some Kruger of the guitar. Now. Sorry, no, some of the guitar riffs I picked up were a bit disturbed in their essence mm. you know not disturbed as in they were crazy I mean as in the sound it's it, it sort of resonated with that like. I said a moment ago I didn't have any part in choosing it I probably would have chosen this simply because the riff at the start and I mean this is a compliment whether it comes out as one or not <laughs> sounded like the soundtrack to me to uh, the original 1995 Doom which which is a, a video game I bummed off <laughs> So he took me right back to that. Well, it's, it's, I uh, wondered how long it'd be before Neil bummed off something. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have you back, by the way, Neil. Yeah. It's yes. been a couple of weeks. That whole bum off thing is a, uh, a phrase that Rich started, but I've adopted as my own. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thumbs up from me, anyway. I, I like definitely, this. Well, it's yeah. thumbs up from me. I mean, we, bo- we both chose it. But uh, it's no yeah. point sitting here and just saying everything nice. You've got to be a bit a little bit critical as well I suppose uh, the but video is not very good I thought it was well done they've put some money into it yeah I just didn't think it was very good no. it, did, it didn't do anything for me what is it like a five pound note on the floor in one of the scenes <laughs> I didn't dislike it I didn't dislike it I just think it, it was forgettable it was a good, a good song a good band and they're probably I'd imagine they've got a lot. In fact, they have. I've listened to some of the other stuff. They've got more to offer as well. Definitely worth a listen, listeners. Check them out. We'll leave all their 
Remind me where they're from, Rich. They're from Austin, Texas. Uh, he threw his voice in. He, threw you. he, he channeled yeah. me. <laughs> Austin, Texas, yeah. Um, we'll leave all their uh, social credentials in the show notes so you can check them out. Well worth a, a listen. So we'll move on to our next band. We have Nors. Nors with One Sided World. Nors, real name, Alfredo Nors Norris, a.k.a. No DJ Magico is a well-known producer from Argentina, South America. He has been in the music industry for many years, always bringing quality produ- products, products to the music lovers. Nowadays, he's leading Norse Collective, a bunch of great musicians and singers from different parts of the world. A bit like um, Postal one you brought uh, some time ago. Jumanji. Yes, yes. And, to that. Uh, yes, yes. and lack of work, afro as well. Mm. Working with artists all over. Uh, yeah, and again, he's got all his uh, Twitter, Facebook, SoundClouds and everything. We'll leave those in the show notes. This is Nors with One Sided World. Ooh, there's only one way I know how to be In my one-sided world I can always be A simple woman with complex things going into my head When I think I figured out I learned something that changes who I'm about There's only one way I know how to be In my one-sided Too long. 
Okay, so that was Norse with one-sided world. I gotta say, I, I, I bum off this. I, lo I love everything about it. It's rhythm and blues, jazz, it's soul, all into one, done absolutely beautifully. The instrumentation, the, everything about it, it's just, I can just sit back and just absolutely just bathe in it. Love it. That's what you really think. <laughs> what do you reckon, Neil? I'll be honest, it wasn't for me. But I can appreciate the musicianship in it. It was very relaxing. I th it was very ambient. I think it was how rhythm and blues was meant to have been. It's very easily listening. Basically. Which yeah. is precisely why I didn't like it. But that's, that's, that's a personal <laughs> genre yeah. taste, not not a reflection of that's, the band that's themselves. The, that's, you know, we're, we're all... We're all different, aren't like, we? Like I've said before, if music we all is like the same yeah. things, we'd all be boring. Exactly. I, I, I didn't warm to this the first time I listened to it. I didn't. I, I, it took three or four listens for me to go for this, and it's um, it's not brilliantly mixed together. If I'm honest, mm. um, <clears throat> sure, I didn't get that. Excuse no, me. I didn't get that either. It's there's some things that have been out of place. And it's just through repeat listens that I've picked it up. So, like, the bass isn't... That's going to sound really silly of me, but the bass isn't bassy enough. It seems a bit too thin. I do See, like bass to have a really clear bong. Were you listening to it through decent speakers or earphones? Yeah, I've listened to it through everything, everything I've got. But that all said, everything behind it I really enjoyed. You know, like you say, the instrumentation. I actually like the song as, as a whole. I like the lyrics. I like the way it's sung. Um, Tallulah, uh, no, sorry, Tolu Salako is the name of the girl singing, and she features on this with Norse. She's one of the, like, as you were saying, she's one of the many. The collectives. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, good song, really well done. Brilliant guitar solo in the middle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very so, good. So, yeah, and uh, easy listening. If you, jazz festival, and these lot were on, pint in hand. I always go to festivals because it's, it's, it's where I, you know, kind of sort of place music and sitting in a deck chair on a lovely Sunday afternoon listening to these like with a pint in hand lazy Sunday afternoon with a pint in your hand listening to collectives on the show with a pint in your hand <laughs> but yeah brilliant yeah I think we, yeah that's it oh, yeah. a thumbs up from me thumbs up from Wayne and thumbs Neil. somewhere in the middle for me yeah, yeah. if I like that kind of thing which but I don't yeah, we'll but leave I, the... it was alright We'll leave all the... Which is uh, high praise, in a roundabout sort of way. We'll leave oh, all the... Fuck me, Jesus, Neil. Let me speak. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll leave all the social stuff in the notes. And we'll move on to our next artist, who is... Pain. <laughs> no, no, not as in... Ouch pain, as in pain of glass. Oh, right, sorry. Which no. is much better. Actually, it's neither. It's, oh, no, oh, it's, it's P-A-N-E, isn't it? Yeah, P-A-Y-N-E. So pain. this is in Max Pain. Like like Kendall. Kendall yeah. Pain, yeah. And their song, Monopoly. Like the board game. Uh, possibly. I would say it's not a he. I would say it's not a they. I would say it's a he. This. Yeah, but uh, yes... Pain is an independent alternative hip-hop artist born and bred in KwaZulu, Natal, South Africa. He started pursuing music at the tender age of 14 and has never looked back since. Since dropping out of varsity while studying architecture at the Nelson Mandela University, Payne's music journey took him on a wild turn. 
when through a friend and ex-label mate he met his current in-house producer who goes by the name Des, real name Peter Ramafoco who then at the time coincidentally was dropping out of law school to also pursue a music career. Payne prides himself on providing the listeners with a unique groovy sound that has a dash of pop in it. This is Payne and Monopoly. Vocal cords and plastic, mountain acid I should turn the hat in, shit is tragic You can feel the magic Then what happened, took a trip to satin Pointing to the sky, ship already landed But you can criticize, I already have it So pathetic, how she turned into a has-been Why you gasping, choking like a who you asking? She pretty in a casket. OG came back like Moses in a basket. Who you asking? She pretty in a casket. OG came back like Moses in a basket. Making holy water, you should burn the hell out of it. Making money, never trust friend no family. It would be an understatement if you heard it suddenly. Heard it suddenly. It's monopoly. It's monopoly. It's monopoly. It's like pancakes on a Tuesday. I was watching a boupe, listening to Michael Bublé. We switch it to Lupe. I put up the sign. It's all by design. It's like making holy water. You should burn the hell out of it. Making money, never trust friend no family. It would be an understatement if you heard it suddenly. Heard it suddenly. It's monopoly. It's monopoly. It's monopoly. It's monopoly. It's monopoly. It's monopoly. Okay, so that was Pain with Monopoly. And that was some hippity hop music. Hippity hoppity hop. Out there, some hip hop. And yeah, I know uh, members of the group aren't a fan of the old hip hop, but uh, I, I like it. It sounded a bit um, busy at times. Like they tried to do too much, but I like the back, the backing. The old, it sounded like a bit of a, a choir, so, some sort of orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Orchestra, but it's good, good mixing the the classical with the urban. I liked it. It's good. What did you think, Wayne? I've said many times, um, especially on the B sides, that music is subjective, and people who listen know that my love of hip-hop i have none this is my favorite song this week really really 
he swung for the fences this guy I listened to five or six songs on this album he swung for the fences and he hit it he, he followed what he wanted to do and some of the other songs we brought they seem to be lacking I know Neil's not a fan and I know to some extent you're not a fan Riz. I fell for this because it it was all really well done and at no point does he profane no, that is one of the reasons why I chose him because um, I think uh, a lot of his work is like that, and it's and, a breath of fresh air, and especially could, on this podcast. I could understand yes. every every word he said. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah he was coherent. I, I think I, I mentioned that earlier. The, the the vocals were very clear and flowing. Yeah, yes, he enunciated his yes. words, and yes. you had the whole start with that. You know. Um, you know that that word that phrase just over and over again, you know, through uh, some sort of synthesizer that then progressed into the um, orchestral choir, mm. that then progressed into the urban, then brought the like the the old school hip hop beating, but it was fresh and like I said, this is not for me at all. This sort of music, I love this. It, it was very brilliant. well constructed. It was it, brilliant. Yeah, I still think parts of it sounded a bit busy, but all in all, I, this this could stand up uh, amongst some of the best hip-hop work out there. Easy. Anybody who can fit Michael Bluebla into a rap can't be all bad. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, are you done, Neil? No more? Yeah, yeah, I've said to my piece, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was Pain and Monopoly. Again, we'll leave all these... Uh, Social credentials in the notes. Our next artist is going to be, I think it's pronounced Leontas. Leontas? Leontas. And uh, Mm. the song Pick Me Up. Leontas are a rock duo formed in London 2015, consisting of singer and guitarist Alex Montinu and drummer Scott Collier. After meeting at an audition for a separate band in Camden, after the two bonded, realising their musical styles fitted perfectly together, Leon Tass was born in Camden's Creation Studios. Now, their goal is to sound louder, more aggressive, and express their social and personal beliefs through their lyrics. Mm, I know what this is going to sound like already. The idea is to have Scott on the drums and vocals and Alex on the other hand doing vocals and playing the guitar where he combines three amps to achieve his huge monster sound. In December, this is not my kind of music, is it Wayne? You're going to be surprised. I'm liking the sound of it. I know you are. Neil's going to be surprised In December 2016, they released their debut EP, With Love, which set their foot on the scene and only hinted of what is to come. Their comeback was in 2017 when they released their double single, Standout. Recorded live, it catches the band's dynamic and energetic vibe from their live performances and further solidified their unique signature sound. Their follow-up single, Rhythm and Blues, was released in July 2018, quickly gaining national attention by the likes of BBC Introducing London, <laughs> Kerrang Radio, Total Rock Radio and many more, and also hit the waves of international radios in the USA, Australia, New Zealand, Netherlands and more. 
With plenty of shows and festivals lined up, new material coming out, expect to hear a lot more from the uh, from the, the Lion duo. This is Leontas with their song, Pick Me Up.
Okay, so that was the Antas was picked me up. We just had a bit of a, a hoorah here because uh, I sent Wayne now, which uh, is another one of their songs, and I've got Pick Me Up Down, which is their latest single, I do believe. So we're going to stick with Pick Me Up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was surprised because when I was listening to myself read out their uh, bio, I was expecting something a lot more grungy, dirty and loud and horrible. And it wasn't that. To be honest, they've achieved a sound which I think could have been done with just one amp. <laughs> so, yeah. Probably, yeah. It's good, it's good sound. It's a nice bit of... It's very influenced by 60s rock, I think. Um, Kinks, um, The Who... People like that. I was getting the kinks and the who. Yeah. But I think it's uh, it's interesting what you say about the dirty grunge sound. It was there, but it was kind of underpinning the whole thing. There was mm. a bit in the intro that sounded very Nirvana-ish, but controlled, stripped back. Mm. And then it sort of... The, the 60s sound sort of overlaid over the top of it and produced See, a bit I of sort of got... I got sort of like Southern American country rock from the opening. That's sort of what I got from it. Is you know, sort of like you know, you know that sort of sound. Yeah, obviously well, that as well. Yes, almost like um, lots and lots of the bone, that kind yeah. of thing. You know, lots and lots of drifting. There. What it reminded me of is like late nineties, early two thousands indie, like um, Baby Shambles and that sort yeah, of stuff. You yeah, know, or that, Pete yeah. Doherty and that sort of which was very sixties influenced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It all goes back to the. Mm. Yeah, I've got nothing bad to say about no, it. I, I love that. Really enjoy if there's, if there's two of them, that sound. you know, if there's any two of them in the band, they've got a good sound. Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice to see them do this live. They have yeah. a very full sound for mm. uh, two people, yeah. yeah. Or if death, can, if death From Above can do it, then so can As you say, you need to listen to them live because that's mm. been recorded and layered and... Mixed to, and mastered. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's a good recording. It's, it's well done as well. Yeah. yeah. But I would imagine they sound completely different live. Mm. It's a very commercial track, this, compared to now. Mm. Yeah, now is a bit more dirt on the floor. You know, it, was, it wouldn't get as much radio play as I think this one would. And it's got that hooky, you know, pick me up when I'm feeling down. So yeah, it's it almost it. got like a poppy sound to it, but in a good way, you know, it was like, mm. without betraying its roots, I think. So, yeah, all in all, a good song. I liked it. I, I didn't think, like I said, I didn't think I was going to, but yeah. But I love that 60s sound. I love the kinks. I love the that kind of um, Dave Clark Five. Ooh, mm. in the Dave Clark Five art. Yeah, yeah, I love all that. That's good. yeah. They've they've got a unique sound. You know, they were the forefront of rock and roll, mm. or the forefront of rock technically. So yeah, yeah. It's good to see someone bringing that back, but doing it in a way that works today. Yeah, you know, the technic the, the technical capability now of musicians. You know, because of how much technology has moved on. It's unparalleled, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check them out in the links. They're a good band. That was uh, Leon Tass. Leon Tass, yeah. Check them out. Our next artist is Jake Arons with his song, It's All On. Jake Arons, I'm a singer-songwriter, a poet from Czech Republic. I'm 21 years old. My music is kind of indie, folk, pop, something style, I would say. Okay, Unsigned artist, I'm doing everything on my own or with a little help from my friends. Artwork, photo shoots, etc, etc. I've been writing lyrics since the age of 13. 
when I started learning guitar at home, then I started learning guitar at home at 17, then singing at home too. In 2018, I recorded my first EP, Four Songs of Loss, in Berlin. I also had my first gigs after that. Composed the lyrics, no, wrote the lyrics, composed the music, play and sing. Also have a single called Angel on Earth, which is a song about my mom. Oh. So did he write the same tune and sing the theme tune? <laughs> I gave it to her as a present for Mother's Day. Oh, it's a special little angel. <laughs> <laughs> now I have completed and prepared another EP, which I'll be recording really soon. This is Jake Aaron's with It's All On. My dear, I'm still here, slowly dying My love, I've had enough, I'm not at all Because of you, I'm losing breath, and it's true And you, you never care And I'm losing care too You pay me for what you do Baby, it's all on you Reflection in the mirror That's who's responsible
Okay, so that was Jake Owens with It's All On. This one, oh, um, what can I say? Uh, this one isn't for everyone, I don't think. It's, um, what's oh, the name of that artist? He did a song on the beach and uh, it, got, it was critically acclaimed and it was also slagged off. And that bloke who was in the army, what's his name? Elvis. No, it's a more <laughs> recent one. Uh, Jack Johnson? No. You're beautiful. Oh, James Blunt. Was yeah, he in the army? Who's Captain yeah. James Blunt? Yeah, he was. Uh, it's it's a bit James Bluntish. Also got a bit of embrace from no, it. No, I didn't want to slip my wrists after listening to it. He wasn't James Blunt. <laughs> I've got James no Blunt. No James a bit, Blunt. <laughs> bit embrace as well. Embrace. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can see the embrace thing. But it's it's a nice song. It's a nice song, but um. By God! Right. Uh, here we go. This this is the reason I chose it. Do you send me any information other than the song? No, I just sent you the song. I, I should... played this song and knew he'd Do done all this on his own. Do you want me to start sending no. you the bios and stuff? I knew he'd done all this on his own, just from listening to it. And I, for that, I'd give him much respect. Just from the way it's constructed and the way it's put together. I knew it was just him on his own, in his bedroom, writing songs to his mum. I have to edit that out, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm editing it, it's staying in. <laughs> uh, so that's the reason I bought it, because it's much respect to him. If he's going to sit in there with no outside influence and churn out something, I think that's good. I think it's, it's of not. Of course, like he's got influence. He do, he... I mean, outside influence. Somebody coming in and saying, let's change this bit, let's change that bit. You know, okay. if he's doing it all on his own and churning out something like that, the guy's got talent. Yeah, somebody would have come in and said, okay, we'll change this, change that. The song would have sounded more like. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What did you think, Neil? I liked it. I thought uh, the bit bits of it had a very sort of REM vibe to it. That I, who I bum off. I was going to say bum bum off. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I genuinely liked it. I like the. I very, I very much like the sort of guitar picking intro at the start, and just flowed very nicely into the main mm. construct of the song. My, my criticism, I enjoyed is, it. Is what we said um, as we we're listening to it. I'm not a fan of the reverb on his voice. I think he should have been toned right down. It's sort of... I, I, I see, I understand what he's going for. He's going for like an ethereal, you know, transcendent sort of thing. I think if he'd have scaled it back, his vocal would have been but more... But you said that he took it off in the Spotify version? Possibly, but my phone's crap, so it might be just the case of that. It sounded better through Spotify than it did watching the video on YouTube. I think the reverb really added something. Personally. Subjective again. See, I, yeah. I don't like the reverb. Neil likes it. I mean, the way it is. I've got nothing bad to say about it. It's a, it's a nice song. It's a good song. Well written, well put together. He's obviously a talented bloke. Um, but it's not the kind of song you want to listen to if you're feeling down. No. But then again, not. saying that, if you're feeling miserable, and maybe it is, some people like that, they like to listen Misery to music. Misery loves I company. Didn't, I didn't find it depressing. Yeah. I just found it very laid back and peaceful yeah, yeah maybe I'm yeah I think, only listened to it once don't forget I'll probably way. need to listen to it again yeah. he's a he's a 21 year old lad from the Czech Republic who decided to send us three a song and we like it yeah we he, do like it yeah, and I will say always when you're listening to a new song don't judge a song by its first listen see I'll go back and listen to this song three four maybe five more times because you can never judge a song off your first listen Sometimes, on a rare occasion, you will come across a song 
Like, Unless it's James Blunt, and then you can decide straight away he's a miserable twat. This this song did calm my road rage yesterday on the way home. I had some silly bastard pull in front of me and I was up at Selly Oak and this was on and I just let it go. I just <sighs> <laughs> So yeah, good good song, really enjoyed it. Um have a listen to it. Have a, make it make up your own mind, listen to it a couple of times, three or four times. Um, and listen to his other stuff. We'll leave um, links and what have you in the show notes. So, yeah, that was our final artist. Final artist. Final. So that was the end of the B-sides for this year. It is. Yes. Thank God for that. I can have a bit of a break. Ooh. Just keep sending shitloads. Everybody set yeah, bombarding. Keep, send, keep sending your music and... Uh, Deluge of we'll music. Keep listening to it and we'll try and figure out how to use it. It's got nothing to do over Christmas, send him shitloads. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, thank you for listening. If indeed. You still are. I've been Rich. I've been Wayne. And I've been here. Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to change your chair? No, did you hear me fart? Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Podcast. No, fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs>